1: Hello and welcome to Gegenpressing, the Bundesliga Podcast. I'm Manu Fied, he's Stefan Bienkowski. It's the end of the week. Um, Stefan, I'm exhausted. I don't know how you feel. I can't wait for the season to draw to a close. Um, (laughs) Yeah, we're almost there. We're almost there. We're almost at the end of the week. We're almost at the end of the season. Um, how excited are you for this? We might get some conclusions this weekend.
0: Yeah, I'm very excited. Um, as you said, you know, even though it's, I guess it's the penultimate weekend of the Bundesliga, uh, it feels very much like the one that everyone's had their eyes on for some time now. Um, as you said, it's the one that might end up deciding the title um, before we come down to the final few fixtures and yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. There's actually some other great games in this weekend but as we were kind of discussing our games of the week we have to kind of stick to the blockbuster ones because the whole world I think will be watching to see how Bayern and Dortmund do this weekend.
1: No, absolutely. Um, There's a few things that can be decided this week. I think we can find out potentially who's getting relegated right Um, we can find out some of the Champions League spots I think Leipzig can nail down theirs I think Union can too depending on how results go right Um, so there is decisions top to bottom that could be made but it also could go into the final match day with us knowing nothing which is what we I think all hoping for um but yeah, it's going to be hugely fascinating, I think, to, to see it all unfold. My only pee- beef that I have, and this is, um, some people might prefer it that way, some don't. This match day used to be everyone kicking off at the same time. Like it mm-hmm. is uh, this case with the final match day. Um, and it's not. And I don't know how you feel about that. I I preferred having match day 33 match day 34 all take place at the same time
0: yeah i know what you mean um there's two obvious fixtures that um probably should be getting played at the same time this weekend which we can get into after the break i suppose but um i think that's gonna it could potentially throw up some um psychological kind of aspects to each game but yeah i know I, i i do agree with you on that one but I guess that's just the way it is, isn't it?
1: It is the way it is, and we should get into it. So let's jump into it after this break. This episode of the Gegenpressing Podcast is brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline.ag is your number one source for all your basketball info, stats, news, and scores. Get the latest odds and lines, including the latest player reports, for this year's pro basketball playoffs. BetOnline is always your sports information headquarters this season as we have you covered for all sports wagering needs. Basketball, MLB, NHL hockey, right to UFC and boxing. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info, including live betting options and your favorite casino and card games you can play right from your home. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Be sure to use our promo code Believe B-L-E-A-V. Leave to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That is BLEAV for 50% welcome bonus. Bet online where the game starts. Yeah, um, have to get the sponsors in there they pay for this. I um, also want to point out that uh, get this is in association with Get German Football News. Um, we we're really kind, you know, um, posting our predictions and spreading the word on this podcast. So I want to give them another shout out, shout out on this show. Uh, check out their page. They're, they're really up to date with the latest German Football News in English. Um, great page. So check out Get German Football News. Yeah, Stefan. So the Friday fixture, this is one that we tend to make fun of a lot (laughs) And, (laughs) and but it is one that has some pretty big implications um this is Freiburg against Wolfsburg right um both teams still playing for you know their position in the table Freiburg are still in the race for the Champions League um Wolfsburg in the race for what could turn out to be a Europa League spot is currently a Conference League spot right the number six um depending on what's happening in Berlin for the DFB Pokal final so this is actually a pretty big game of implications and I had a really hard time separating the two I don't know how you felt but I ended up going with a I don't want to say boring but you know because it could actually ended up exciting but I went with a 1-1 draw how about you?
0: Um, Yeah, I've done kind of similar, actually. Um, I struggle to pull these teams apart. I think in terms of form and just how both teams have played this season, I would Mm. kind of lean more towards Wolfsburg, and that's definitely what I was doing, actually. Um, But I don't know. There's just something about it that makes me feel like Freiburg will kind of dig in. Um, They haven't had a great run of form recently. Um, And, you know, as we've kind of talked about quite a lot this season they do tend to struggle when they come up against teams who have the quality of a top-four side, which I think Wolfsburg do on their day. Um, so I think this is a really tricky one for Freiburg, um, but I just can't really seem to pull these two teams apart. So I, I actually agree with you. I think uh, the Friday game is going to be a match in which both teams take a point, and ultimately that won't do Freiburg any good if they're trying to you know, grab that top-four spot.
1: No, it wouldn't, because the next match that we have to discuss is Hoffenheim against Union. Uh, Stefan, I'll let you go first here, but I, I have a feeling that maybe we're going to see a decision there.
0: Well, interestingly enough, um, having said that, I don't think Freiburg taking a point will help them. I actually think Union will only take a point from this game as well, to be <laughs> perfectly honest with you. Um, Hoffenheim have been quite good at home recently, as we've kind of talked about and main show, new manager, uh, has really turned things around there. Um, I think they've won three of the last four home games um, where Union have been great at home this season. I think they've actually been, um, you know, a bit hot and cold um, on the road. Um, yeah. You know, they've only won one of the last five home uh, away games uh, in the Bundesliga and that was a way to Gladbach. So, I think Hoffenheim could be a could be a real issue for Fischer's side this season this weekend and I think in kind of classic Bundesliga fashion at least for this season we'll probably see fourth and fifth players both draw when the other one would have probably been desperate for all three points considering the circumstances so yeah I've gone for a 2-2 draw on this one as I did for the Freiburg game
1: that was actually that's actually the last result the two teams had when they played each other in Hoffenheim was a 2-2 draw Stefan um the last two results though were two-one wins for Union Berlin, which is what I've gone when which would be enough for them to qualify if the Freiburg result is what we think it is. Um, but even if they both draw, the goal differential for Freiburg is plus six. The goal differential for Union Berlin is plus fourteen. So let's say they do both draw, it would take a massive swing in the final match day for this to go a different way um, in terms of your not making it to the Champions League. Um, so I guess champagne corks in Berlin, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> um, Berlin finally has a Champions League team. Um, it's not going to be the next team that we're going to talk about because while one team is celebrating the return of Berlin to the Champions League, potentially another might be celebrating or not celebrating ushering in the second Bundesliga era um, because that is Hertha against Bochum and that is a huge game. It's a really huge game. You know, if you watch any game on Saturday on the main fixtures, that could be the one. Um, and I think I don't know how you fail about this. I think Hertha would need a miracle to beat Bochum. That day I went for a 2-0 Bochum win, which would be massive for them, right? Um and would be disaster for Hertha. What do you think?
0: Yeah, I think it's another game in which I really struggled to pull these two teams apart. Mm. Um I think it's very in my opinion, it's very easy to kind of look at that fixture and say, well Bochum should be winning it. Obviously Hertha or you know, obviously down their luck. They've all but basically accepted relegation at this point. Um but I also kind of look at Bochum's away run uh, away form in the Bundesliga this season which is Mm. truly (laughs) dreadful Um, two wins from 16 games 12 defeats and I I kind of look at the fact that Hertha haven't been exactly terrible at home not been great by any means but you know they've only lost two of the last five and it kind of makes me think they'll probably put up a bit of a fight not nearly enough to obviously save themselves but uh, I think this one's going to ultimately end 1-1 which wouldn't really do either team any favours uh, so I think it'll be a deeply frustrating match for both sides.
1: That was the other result I almost went with. I just don't know if there's much life left in this Hertha side. That collapse against Köln was so dramatic. Um, it would take a massive swing for them to, I think, do anything. But we'll see. Um, I think it is a, it's a hugely fascinating fixture, as is this next one, uh, Schalke against Frankfurt. Um, what's your thoughts here, Stefan?
0: So <laughs> this might be the old romantic in me, but for some reason I just feel like Schalke are gonna win this game. Um they have been so hot and cold recently. Um obviously the manner of their defeat to Barn last weekend was, you know, nothing short of embarrassing. Um but they have as we continue to talk about, you know, they have been impressive in since basically the turn of the year. Um you know, we've kind of wrote a lot about it, we talked a lot about it on the on the podcast in terms of how they have slowly but surely turned things around and specifically at home, uh, I think they do look like a pretty formidable team. And I do kinda of feel like Thomas Rice's side will be kind of watching or looking at the prospect of playing this Frankfurt side, who, you know, in terms of like form have been dreadful over of course, last ten games in the Bundesliga have been the third worst team in the league. Um Terms of you know a waveform they're dead you know stuck in the middle of the table they've lost the last four home games <clears throat> excuse me so this kind of feels like one team who are desperately clawing at anything that they can get and fighting for their lives against another team who uh, have recently found out their head coach is leaving who is expecting to lose a number of key players in the window in the summer window. And has very little left to play for in the Bundesliga, so this should be a game that Schalke win, and I'm going to go for a two-one win uh, for for the Royal Blues.
1: Yeah, I think I have changed my result four or five times um, on this. Um, I want Schalke to win this game, and I hope you're right. But Bülter not being in the squad, I think, is a big loss. Mm um and frankfurt did look pretty impressive against Mainz. there is still a chance they could qualify for europe through the league i know it's small um but you know they also it just feels that they have they needed that big result and they got it against Mainz. and <sighs> i hope i'm wrong but i think frankfurt are gonna win this game 2-1 um mm, interesting I think you're right. I think, I hope you are right and I am wrong, but I just, not having built in this game is going to be a struggle. Um, Which of course, uh, this result comes with all sorts of other implications, right? In terms of um, how this is going to go for the, for for, on match day 34 especially, you know, considering how the other teams are going to play. But let's see, Um, this next one, is the definition of a dead rubber. (laughs) That's Werder against Köln. Um, I don't want to dwell too much on this one. I went for a 3-1 Köln win based on what I've seen against Hertha. The fact that Werder Bremen don't really seem to have much to play for anymore. Um, Still without Krug, I think they're already on the beach. Um, Köln, you know, also maybe on the beach, but just seem in better form. So I went for a 3-1 Köln win here.
0: Yeah, I've gone for something very similar actually. I've gone for a 2 0 win uh, for mm. Cologne. Um, completely agree with you. Vedder Bremen looking all sorts right now. Their home form in particular is quite poor. Um, whereas Cologne's away form's actually been okay. he has been relatively solid. So, yeah, I think this is one of the easier ones to predict, and I've gone for a very comfortable 2 0 win for Cologne.
1: Yeah. Okay, so the main event Bayern against Leipzig. Uh, This is my match of the week, obviously. It's also Stefan's match of the week. It's all our matches of the week. Um, As is, of course, the game that we need to talk about later, Augsburg against Dortmund. But this is the main event on Saturday. This is the top spiel. It is a top spiel in every category. It is the game that everyone is going to keep an eye on. It is the game that could potentially decide the title. Although, don't count out Köln at home against Bayern either, right? Um, Everyone loves a party, no more than clone fans. But... You know, this is the most realistic of all the stumbling blocks. And I've seen this game a few times live, Stefan. I've seen Leipzig against Bayern in the Allianz. I've seen it in Leipzig. I've seen that famous 4-5 defeat by Leipzig to Bayern in Leipzig's first season. I was at the Allianz Arena a few years ago when Leipzig and Bayern battled each other. to I can't remember it was a 0-0 or 1-1 draw. It was a tight match. And that's exactly what I'm expecting here. Um, Leipzig need a final point to secure their Champions League spot. And are you guys ready? Drum rolls. They're gonna get it. I went for one-one draw. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> it must be so uncomfortable sitting on the bench uh, on the fence as you are right now. Um, I think. Um, this this felt this is a tricky one for me to predict because you know Leipzig have looked very good recently. Uh, we've seen them beat some really impressive teams this season. You know I saw them in the flesh when they beat Real Madrid in the Champions League this season, um, and Celtic. Although it's probably not as impressive, um, and you know we have seen them really go kind of toe to toe with Bayern Munich in recent seasons. Uh, the squad know how to do it. They don't often come out. With the result they want, but they usually put on a good performance uh, against Bayern more often than not, more so than yeah. Dortmund, I would say. Yeah. Um, however, uh, I think if you kind of look at the way that Leipzig have been playing this season and where they've been picking up most of their points, they have been at home. Um, you know, their home form is pretty formidable. They've picked up as many points as as Bayern actually in the Bundesliga this season in front of their own fans. But if you look at that away form, um, they're well below, you know, Bayern, Freiburg, Wolfsburg, Dortmund, Leverkusen, Union Berlin, and they're seventh in the table, actually. And I think if you compare that to the fact that despite Bayern's issues, I feel like they'll... I feel like Bayern will just kind of go into, like, you know, just kind of like... um, not cruise control, but just almost like they'll just kind of revert back to like their basic instincts and put on a really solid performance. As we saw in Tuchel's first game in the Classica against Dortmund, and how things have just kind of reverted back to mediocrity since then is probably quite telling, actually. But the fact that it's at home, the fact that it's at the Allianz Arena, which is a big deal for Bayern, um, just makes me think that despite all the narrative and all the hope and all the... You know, fanfare in this game. I just feel like Bayern are going to dismantle Leipzig. Um, hmm. So I've actually gone for a three-one win for Bayern Munich.
1: Ooh, big shout! Um, yeah, Dortmund fans not... are not going to like to hear that.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, I know, but I mean, it comes down to what you want and what you think will happen. And often the case, you know, we always we like the idea of a title challenge and the hope that Leipzig can do Dortmund a favor, but. I think I think they can do it, but if they do if they were to do it, I think it'd be extremely unlikely you know or it, or it would be extremely um unexpected shall I say And it really would be a turn up for the books if Leipzig were to go to the Allianz arena, beat Bayern or take points off Bayern and subsequently hand the title to Dortmund because it, it would literally be something we haven't seen in over a decade well, in German well, football. Well,
1: well, wait! Dortmund still have to win their own match too. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, like, you know what? Um, yeah, I I do think. I don't know. I'm I'm strangely, um, I I don't know what I'm feeling about. But I just think that this Leipzig team is in extremely good form at the moment, and like all their players are coming in form at the, just the right time, whether it's Enkunku, uh, whether it's. Um, uh, no, I'm completely lost. It Werner, um, Olmo, Soboslai, you know all these yeah, players Sobosla, yeah. are all coming into form at just the right time. Um, whereas Bayern, you know, they did get they did get that really big result against Schalke, um, but they did not look great against Bremen. They did not look good. Um, oh my goodness, I'm losing it <laughs> against Mainz. So yeah, you know, if I do think that also that Rose is going to keep this very tight. Um I don't think Leipzig wants to go into a situation where they have to secure their Champions League spot on the final match day. So you know this is this is it if it happens it happens here and I think there is some really good reasons why it could happen but you mean you make a really good point it is Bayern Munich they play at home they do show up for the big fixtures um, I wrote my newsletter this week on, on Serge Gnabry right and how important he has been and I think this is one of our um, sub stack readers made this really important point that this is the game to show that what his recent form has been that it actually matters right so you know that is a few of the storylines i'm going to keep an eye on this is going to be hugely fascinating um but watch it maybe bayern will smash leipzig 3-1 and then lose against köln on the final match day <laughs>
0: that would be very wishful thinking
1: that would be very wishful thinking exactly it comes down to this game so let's let's wait and see um it's going to be hugely fascinating um all right so that gets us into the sunday fixtures um minds against stuttgart that's Huge, I think Stuttgart can basically react to anything that's happened on, on Saturday, right? In mm. terms of what the, the teams around him have done. Um, I kind of get the sense that minds have struggled a little bit. Um, I think I jinxed them when I wrote that Danny da Costa article, <laughs> <laughs> and I kind of just feel that Stuttgart are gonna win this they're going to win this 2-0 and it could be a huge result for them with anything that everything that's going on in the relegation battle.
0: Mm. I've I've kind of remained remained a little diplomatic on this front. Um minds have I actually agree with you in terms of minds. You know they haven't looked fantastic recently. Um it's the Bayern curse.
1: They beat Bayern.
0: Yeah, yeah, well exactly. <laughs> they've lost the last 3 games. Um but their home form is still pretty solid. Um, so I, I was still kind of willing to give them credit for that and you know whereas Stuttgart have kind of turned things around they still have kind of struggled on the away from home um, mm-hmm. despite everything you know as we saw against that recent defeat to Hertha Berlin so um, I think Stuttgart will take a point from this game um, I kind of agree with you that you know this is a game which they probably should be looking to win much like yeah. Schalke um, will be looking to win that Frankfurt game but yeah um, I've gone for a 2-2 two, two draw in this one because I'm struggling to kind of take them apart. So <laughs> I'm not sure if that does Stuttgart any favours in the long run. I guess it probably doesn't if Schalke win. But yeah, that's no, just the way I can see it right now.
1: Yeah. All right, so your match of the week. Drum rolls. Augsburg against Dortmund. Um Dortmund will have to respond to whatever happens at the Allianz Arena, which we Disagree on so let's see. Um, what's what do you think? What's going to happen in this one at home uh, for Augsburg?
0: So, there's a there's there are reports kind of circling today that Jude Bellingham will miss this game through injury. Um, mm. and I was so close to kind of tweeting something along the lines of ah, and it begins because it feels like every time Dortmund are approaching something um magical injuries just seem to pop out of the pop out of the ground um so i think this is a game in which they'll probably have to do it without jude Mm bellingham um which i think will be a huge loss for them because he does really drive that team on in a number of ways um not to mention his very direct goals and assists which you know is a leader for at dortmund but having said that um the manner in which they kind of broke wolfsburg down um last weekend um, sorry Gladbach and Wolfsburg the weekend before that um, the thing that really impressed me there and I think the thing that would really give me a lot of um, courage if I was a Dortmund fan wasn't so much the the number of goals or the way that they've kind of battered these sides it's the fact that certain players really look on form you know Julian Brandt looked back to his best but perhaps more than anything else Sebastian Haller looked really sharp in the box and um, mm. We've kind of talked about him quite a lot recently since he's come back. He's had some... I mean, you know, we always prefix it by saying it's incredible that he's playing at all. Um, he's been a true inspiration to just about anyone who's followed the Bundesliga, Bundesliga the season. Uh, but there have been a number of games in which he has looked really sluggish, he hasn't looked fit, uh, and Dortmund have kind of struggled to kind of replace him because they don't really have a replacement. Um, but... Last week he looked really sharp. He looked like a he looked like the kind of 30, 40 million euro number nine that they'd signed last summer. Um, mm. And all of a sudden you're like, oh wow, he really brings an extra dimension to that attack, especially with guys like Daniel Malin or Kar- uh, Karim Adiemi or Eileen Brandt playing off him. So that leads me to think that even without Jude Bellingham, they should have enough to kind of beat this Augsburg team. Um, I've got no doubt it'll be tight. I've got no doubt it'll be hard. Uh, heart attack inducing drama but I think they will scrape by and I've gone for a 2-1 win for Dormund
1: yeah that's exactly what I have <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not disagreeing with anything you're saying I have exactly those sort of feelings about this match um, Augsburg has been a difficult place to play for them in the past um, yeah and, you know, it's only 45 minutes um, away from where the alliance is um, by car or train. Um, I've driven this many times. I've taken the train many times. And it's kind of interesting that, you know, the that this maybe decisive weekend for the title race is being held such a close distance from one another. It would be even more exciting if this game was played on the same time, but... Fußball is kein Wunschkonzert, as they say in German, right? So, <laughs> here we are. Um, yeah, I think this is going to be uh, fascinating. All right, um, last at least, properly, because we don't, I don't actually think that it, this match, well, this match ha- might have implication one way or another, and it all depends on what's happening as we record this. Um, in this Europa League fixture for Leverkusen, right? They face um, Roma. um, They... And I think that match and the way it ends might have some implications for this. Leverkusen at home against Gladbach. This is a Rhein derby. There's many. Um, Of course, Gladbach and Köln only consider the games against Leverkusen a Rhein derby if they win it. Otherwise, Mm -hmm. it's just a game against Leverkusen. Um, And I think this is going to be just a game against Leverkusen. There's so much stuff happening with Gladbach at the moment, Stefan. Um, You wrote your newsletter on it. So if you want to, you know, the Farke situation is hugely complicated, it seems. Um, Hugely unnecessary, in my opinion, so I agree with what you wrote. Um, But I think that Leverkusen are going to smash Gladbach Um, 3-0. That's the result I went for.
0: Yeah, I think, um, I mean, it's going to be really tricky for... Uh, Gladback, because you know, and the kind of thing I wrote about in my newsletter this week was that you know they do often look hopeless at, uh, on the road, but they've looked pretty formidable at home. Um, and while that's encouraging when you have a home game uh, to look forward to the weekend, it's actually quite harrowing um, if you're a Gladback fan right now who's kind of hoping the club won't react and won't sack Fark because. I do kind of th- I agree with you I think Leverkusen will win this I think it'll be a tight game just because I think Leverkusen will throw everything at Roma tonight uh, we're yeah. recording this just before kickoff so I can't really add anything to that um, which is
1: um, confusing because we're actually recording something after kickoff but <laughs> <laughs> which will go out before after, this after yes, exactly. final whistle, which will go out before this show so this is a little confusing but <laughs> exactly um... But yeah, I think Leverkusen will probably a lot. Will, I think
0: that game will take a lot from them. So um, you know, for example, the likes of Florian Varts might not start. Musti Diaby might be benched, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, but I do think they'll probably win it in the end. So I've gone for a two-one win for Leverkusen, which won't do Gladbach or Daniel Farka any good. But um, yeah, that's unfortunately I think that's the way it's going to go.
1: I think it's going to be hugely fascinating to see what happens if Leverkusen do turn around the Roma result because will they still care about this um right anyways yeah, that's no, sure. a discussion for the Leverkusen post game podcast which will be out after uh, before this show is out so listen back subscribe um the Leverkusen reaction show um we there's actually a lot of Leverkusen content in this not just uh the reaction to um, the Roma fixture but we're also talking about some of the things that are going on in Leverkusen right now Right, this, we, we refrain to talking about um, two transfers, one done one potentially still happening um, on the transfer show for a reason this week because we wanted to pack it all into the Leverkusen show so give that a listen um, it has some really interesting content in it um, but yes, that Wraps up match day 33, which I think we both can agree on isn't quite decision day yet. Um, so yeah, as always, brought to you by Bet Online in association with Get German Football News Stefan. We're almost there. Um, I say that because you know, match day 34 is almost here. Decisions are not made on match day 34, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, I booked a t- pl- ticket to Germany um, yesterday, so I am there after match day 34. I thought maybe of going to Germany for match day 34, but Köln and Dortmund aren't exactly easy to reach from Munich, um, because, like, you know, in terms of getting accreditation, but also staying in those two towns on match days can be difficult. Um, So I am flying in after the match day. We will have some special Match Day 34 content, so be aware of that. But um, I will be there for the relegation playoffs, the German Cup final. And uh, in my infinite wisdom, I also booked uh, accreditation for the Europa League final. That's a maybe. Um, But Stefan, lots of content still coming your way, even after Match Day 34 is what I'm trying to say.
0: Hmm. Yeah, absolutely. should be good fun.
1: Anyways, enjoy this match day. Hopefully, we'll have another match day after this where we can really be excited about lots of decisions to be made. Enjoy it. Uh, This has been the most fun title race in probably, yeah, in the last 10 years. It's probably been the best, um, even better than the last time Dortmund Challenge. So enjoy it. And we'll be back soon with more content. Until then, auf Wiedersehen.